are listening to the What Works Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Todd, with my co-host, Alex Gary, and today, John Marenko from Marketing by Permission and our search engine optimization man at Thinker Ventures. Welcome, John, to the What Works Podcast. Well, I'm glad to be here. Alex, are you doing okay today? I'm trying to figure out if I'm supposed to go with the smooth radio voice or the regular voice. Well, we're into the evening of recording, talking about search engine optimization with John. Okay, we won't do that anymore. (laughs) That's like, say what? I have to think of what to say. (laughs) And how to say it. So so full disclosure here, we had a lengthy conversation before this podcast talking about it. We don't Mm. want to be too technical, because we know our listeners, some of them are from technical background, but, but many of them are small business owners. Who, who are interested in the arc of, uh, of, of search engine optimization on their websites. Arc. arc. Okay. Arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they listen to the, the, the arc of it. So it's like, where did it come from? Why does it matter to me? Where is it going? So how does it impact my business? That kind of storyline, that arc? Well, when I, when I asked John to come on, it was yeah. because I, I met John at networking events, and I've been to lots of networking events, and I've talked to at least – two dozen or so just in Rockford, Illinois, people yeah. say they do SEO. And I had no idea if they're any good or not. And everybody right? this is such a buzzword. So it's this, it's this big nebulous thing. Nobody even knows what it means, but they want it all. You know, it's, and so I, mm-hmm. I think as we're talking about the, the you know, before the, the, before the podcast, we're talking about how do we, how do we make this less technical, but give, give real meat, real value uh, to our listener. And I think where we started was, Let's let's gonna give some background. Hmm. So the internet, right? Way back in the day, um, I, uh, the internet was invented. This pre AOL. This this is uh, actually yeah, there, okay. there's stuff pre AOL, mm. but but we're gonna talk about. But I think that's a good place to start. Everybody remembers AOL, right? I think I think I probably received you know fifty DVDs or CDs at the time. You know through the. I was through very years. excited when mine came in the mail. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like oh my god. And the hundred that followed, right? <laughs> yeah, it was like somebody should have done the math here. I was already a customer. You don't have to keep sending these. So, so back then we had these web pages that served, right? And the, and and people could create text and they could put images on there, uh, which, without getting in the weeds, was actually was actually from Apple's HyperCard project prior to that. Uh, and yeah, okay, enough about that. So we have these web pages that serve, and then you know Google. There are other search engines too, but Google comes along and says, "Well, you know, we want to you want to find stuff. How do you find stuff?" And you look at the text on the page, whatever's being served, and you go, "Well, a person types in what are we going to say? What they type in hamburgers, right?" And so then it goes out and finds all the places that mention hamburger. And how would you know whether a website is 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 valuable to talk about hamburgers? It's you know the type of content on there. Yeah, do you want to cook hamburgers? Do you want to go to a hamburger restaurant? Do you want to, what do you want to know about hamburgers? Yeah, so I then say, I want to cook, you know, how to cook hamburger. And then up pops a web page that says how to cook hamburger. And if that web page said five times how to cook hamburger, well, that might get outranked, you know, might come up higher in the listing. And if the title of the page was how to cook hamburger and, and maybe the web page name was how to cook hamburger, it was pretty simple stuff. Right, there wasn't that much. To well, look you're at. making me laugh because I was writing a blog for my sister for a few years there, and she kept telling me I had to put these words in eight, nine times. I'm like, but it doesn't read well, and she's right. like, she doesn't care how it reads; she just needs <clears throat> that word in there nine times. Well, and there was that time when when uh, 
when you, there were words on a page that a person couldn't see because it was on the same color background, but mm-hmm. it, there, but there were these words stuck on there that had nothing at all to do with the content of the page, but it was a way to get the search engine to look at it. And the search engines didn't know any better either because they couldn't, the search engines at the time couldn't understand that it's a font, it's a white font and a white background. Oh, I see what you're doing. Right. <laughs> so search engines gradually got smarter mm. and, uh, then there were things like, uh, well, you know, if you have a lot of links on the page, then maybe, you know, you're link stuffing this thing. Uh, and then Google came along and so, and started talking about, oh, that's the linking structure of the internet. Like, it's kind of like uh, how a person would know a person, the word of mouth. Well, if all these web pages, if 10 web pages know this one web page, well, that one web page must have authority. And so you get into this idea of authority on the internet, not just content. And now there's 200 some odd uh, pieces of information that, that one web page might be ranked on uh, to just get it out into the space, including like things like how old the domain is or what the domain is called and the title tag is called. And then things like, has it been, has it, you know, is it been, is there spam elsewhere on the site? Stuff like that too. So it's, it's, it has evolved. So people don't even know what SEO is, but they think, what's the, what's the common, what's the common phrase that you hear when they say SEO, I want, that was web 101 with professor Todd. So (laughs) I get a lot of, I, people come to me, business owners, and if they don't know what SEO is, it's actually short for search engine optimization. You know, the funny is like there's, they would say CEO, like chief executive officer. And I said, no, 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 it's SEO. So a lot of people come to me and they say, John, what do you do? Well, we, you know, the basics of what a, what a business owner wants when they say SEO is they want to be on the top of Google so they can be found for their product or service and get ultimately a lead or a customer a phone call. That's the basics of what everyone goes after. And it, like Jason was saying, it's very, very, uh, it has come a long ways over the years. It's very sophisticated now. Very, mm-hmm. very sophisticated, even even to the point where we now have, uh, and I, we use Google as an example. They are, in fact, not the only search engine out there, but but arguably the, the one we like. The yeah. one that you should, <laughs> you should not ignore it. <laughs> so the in, in Google, uh, they even, they understand that you might say a word like hamburger, right? And they, and and it understands well. The hamburger is there. There might be another word for hamburger, uh, that like hamburgers. It's plural, you know. Or there might be just generally meat, uh, and there's kind of all existing in the same type of space. And even so far, as to understand localization of searches, like we were talking before the podcast, there are some there are some companies that are particularly service companies, uh, and 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 maybe. Uh, you know, mom and pop shops and uh, with retail products uh, that will service a certain area. And so if I'm looking for yard care services in Rockford, I'm going to get localized search results for yard care services in Rockford. Those will outrank some of the other, you know, maybe broader searches. They'll be mixed in there. And Google's always experimenting with these things too. But what I'm not going to get is I'm not going to get a yard care service company that's, you know, 200 miles away because Google understands I'm not actually trying to buy or research yard care service you know, companies that are 200 miles away because that service or the product is not, is not bought in that fashion or engaged with in that fashion. And so... 
there's the idea of localized searches. So when people are saying, I want to get to the top of Google, okay, for what? Where are you? You know, are you on your mobile device? Are you on your desktop device? And I think you mentioned a, an example earlier where, you know, let's say we're in Rockford, but for some reason your internet provider is registering you out in Arlington Heights, which is, you know, 40 miles to the east, and and now you're getting results from Arlington Heights. Mm. Right, yeah, that's, that's one of the big things I've seen. Um, <clears throat> if you, a lot of people go to their mobile device first, even uh, Alex and I were on a uh, Google Live yesterday, and he was actually, this is Google's data that they have over the course of what, how many devices that they measure. But a lot of people get on their mobile in the morning, they go to work, they are in the same thought pattern or search pattern. They move over to their desktop or their laptop. And <clears throat> depending on where, of course, where you are, like Jason was saying, um, the phrase that you use, what, so the key, the particular, the particular phrase or you know, a keyword, keyword phrase is not, uh, let's say like uh, yard care services. That would be more generic. So your mobile should pick up where you're at and Google should indicate where you're at and then give you that localized result. But sometimes it picks up a cell tower or a service that's an hour away. So then you have to go back and go, oh, no, I don't want yard care services in Arlington Heights. I want them in Rockford. So then the keyword phrase would have to change or the search phrase would have to change to yard care services Rockford. And then you're telling Rockford, you're telling Google that, you want that specific town. Now, though we have towns around us like Roscoe, Byron, um, Belvedere. So even to get more granular, like, no, I don't want Rockford. I want Roscoe, Yard Care Services Roscoe. That's a big thing is making sure, you, is making sure your web pages get found for localized results and using the right keywords. Yeah. It's a complicated it's a complicated topic and I think people don't understand how complicated it is. So <clears throat> let's let's do this. Now I think we did a we we recently went through this process with a construction management services company. We recently launched their website, uh, branded them, named them, uh, and now we have now we have Empyrean.com. Uh, yeah, because if you type in A-M-P-E-R ien.com because right. Empyrean with an A at the end there, that's a like a um, a game mm -hmm. um, from medieval times. It's really cool. Yeah, but... yeah. So, so when I I-M-P-E-R-E-N, which is a German, it's actually a German. Um, it's a wonder, German phrase. I kind of wonder where yeah. that came from. It's a German phrase. Uh, uh, so this Empyrean.com, we have a construction management services company. Mm -hmm. Now, John, you went through the process of doing SEO work on page. Walk us through what is on page SEO and why does Imperium care? Sure. So, one of the big things that we have to look at is nobody knows, I didn't know what Imperium was. So, I, I had to physically look at their site and go, what is this site about? What does this client do? What does this business do? What are their services? What are their products or services? So, I worked with. Uh, one of the web dev web development guys and <clears throat> looked at their setup the website setup of giving google what or telling google what this website is about so nobody google doesn't know what empyrean is 
So we have to tell Google what this website is about. And they are about construction management services. So what we did is we told Google in the title tag, and if you're listening, you can just say, the easiest way to remember the title tag is what shows up in Google. If you go to Google, type in construction management services, and look down the, the list, and in the blue, the part where you click, that's the title tag. So go or go to Google and type in um, yard care services in your city. You're going to get all the different yard care services. So what we did with Empyrean is we changed the title tag to tell Google and tell the the search people, the the search the searchers, the people that search that the search people that's nice that's a good one huh so i I had this vision of people just like this it's a new group it's a new group of people yeah when you go down this well there's this cave in thailand that if you go down you know you walk for about two hours and then this opens up this cavernous facility and they have computers down there and like two hundred thousand people who are just just doing research on the internet yeah well that's a lie that's none of that is true that that goes back Those to that, and so that <laughs> actually goes back to what's the end result? I don't, what's I, the I, end result? What is the end result? The end result is to get a phone call or a form to Empyrean that says, "Hey, I want your services." Right. So first, if the let's go down the road of intent. If a person has a problem and they're looking for construction management services, right, and then they search. They find Empyrean, they click, then they call, mm-hmm. and what happens? Well, you got a lead at that point. You got a lead, right. right. So if, and there, and there's, but varying, if you, there's varying data on why this is important, right? If you, to be on the first page of Google, right, what, what's, what's the data you've heard? If, if you drop from first page to second page, how much tra- does your traffic fall? What's, what's, uh, what's the accepted like, number out there? <laughs> I was something like 60%. <laughs> Are Jason, you still thinking about the searchers? The search people. <laughs> no, I, then I moved on the road of intent. Was, just I, I had a, I just had a terrible, I had a picture in my mind of, yeah, the road of intent. What was that horse? That, the horseman, who, the headless horseman. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of the road to Terabithia. Uh, all right, guys. All right, all right. Let's get back on intent. track. All right, so, track. all right. So, why SEO? Right to get leads, sales, customers. That's yep. that's the big thing, right? And so if you don't have the right keywords, the right content, the right promotion, let's just call it promotion, Google's never going to rank you for those specific keywords. So what we did specifically with Empyrean is we changed the title tag, which is the blue clickable link that you click on in Google. And of course we did many other things to the website to help it. Uh, But that is the key is to getting a user from going from theory in their mind, a question in their mind, to typing it in Google and keeping the right uh, congruency in the search phrase. So when it shows up on Google, they're like, yes, that's what I want. And how many people have ever done that, right? If you're listening to this and you're like, oh yeah, that's what I want, they click. Well, what happens now is that they're on your webpage and they they are searching for a answer for their problem they have a problem and they want an answer. So now you have to have the right content on that page in order to get that lead or that phone call. 
And I think that's really important too. I mean, not only for search engine optimization or search engine marketing, but this concept of people first have a problem to resolve and if, and they'll figure out who can resolve their problem and then they care about who you are. And it's, it is in that order. So Mm -hmm. if they type in something like construction management services, if they see that link that says construction management services, that, uh, that hits the that's the the, the thing they're looking for and right. rather than if it just said the company name because they're like who you know i don't care about the company who talk to me about construction management services right and then when they get to the site then they're like okay now who are you it right it, it does exist in that order exactly well here here's the big thing is google has customers and everybody's searching the people searching are google's customers and so google wants to to serve a good experience to their customers Right, that's why they're the number one search engine because they can serve a good experience. If you go into a search engine other than Google and click on something that you thought was going to uh, provide a, a solution for your problem, and it doesn't, you immediately click back out. That's called a bounce rate, and or and you get frustrated because you didn't find your answer. Correct? Have you guessed on that? Yeah, absolutely. And a high bounce rate can can. Uh, can signal a problem because Hurts you, you are time, not, yeah, because yeah, you're not um, meeting the buyer where where they're at. And what yeah, they're looking for. So just to clarify to the users, a bounce rate is when you go to a web page and then you leave that page right away. You bounce away from that page. How'd you get involved in this? Well, that's a really good question alex that's um, why we started this so that's why we started with the slow music <laughs> back a long time ago in 1947 yeah. <laughs> no kidding uh <clears throat> so i was doing marketing in the late 90s for a company and uh, just so happened that was generating a lot of leads and and uh, a lot of a lot of leads and people said uh, this particular group of people said how are you generating all these leads i said well just pay me to do it for you and I'll, I'll do it for you because it was not something that you could just easily tell them. So I started doing that. That was with email marketing. So, you know, and if you're a business owner right here, make sure you take a note. Email marketing still works today. So email marketing was the solution that I was using to generate leads. And this is pre-MailChimp, right? Uh, yes. Pre-constant contact. So yeah. A lot of effort there. So, um, we started on Outlook. We were doing time? we were doing other other things. Like I don't even, don't even remember. But <clears throat> so we we did we did a lot of uh, lead generation, and then of course Google started you know they um, uh, started really coming on board really strong in like two thousand and three, um, and I just so happened to got I got a course in the mail that I had ordered about SEO. These people, these two guys were teaching what they knew about search engine optimization. And I was like, well, that's really cool because generating leads was the, was the goal. And so I took that course, 2003, immediately had found success, um, success meaning ranking on Google. And then people, other agencies, other companies started coming to me saying, would you do that for us? You know, that was one of the big issues. And even today is like, hey, I got a new website, but I don't, I can't find myself on Google. Well, did you do the marketing? You know, it's like we talked about earlier, if you build a house out in the middle of the woods, right, you got to do 
But you don't tell anybody it's for sale. You don't. You don't hire a real estate agent. They don't do any promotion or marketing. How many? How many? You know, people are going to know it's for sale or it's out there. So <clears throat> that's kind of the quick story of how I got into it. But yes, in the past fifteen years, SEO has changed a tremendous amount. Um, Google again wants to serve a good experience, so they've done a lot of changes. Everyone, everyone says Google changes, right? And it's not like apples and oranges changes but it's more of an evolution. So the basics of good SEO is to have good content, right? Have good uh, pages that answer people's problems. And then one of the big things I can say here too is that Google ranks pages, not websites. So if you have a page about yard care services in Rockford or yard care services in Belvedere, those should be two different pages, right? If you have a, um, like even with going back to Empyrean, you know, we, we have two pages, there's a homepage and there's another page and we can create more pages, right? But more, more pages, you can expand your reach of keywords. We all know that keywords are the driver, or we should all know that keywords, the, the key word phrase or the, the phrase that you type into Google is what drives search and what, what, makes the difference in what shows up. So what does it all mean? It means that you have to have a good website that's fast. That's one of the newer, newer uh, metrics that is really, really important. If you have a slow website, even with uh, yesterday with Google, they were saying, you know, if you have a slow website and you're on mobile and it, it doesn't load within three, three seconds, seconds yeah. yeah, they're gone. Yeah. They're gone. Mm-hmm. So and, and uh, security certificates. Yeah, SSL. Yep. Mobile friendly, right? Mobile it's, friendly. Yeah. Yep. There's a whole list of. How many times? I have a question. How many times have people come to you, business owner, come to you, and said, "I, I, it's an SEO issue. I need you to fix the SEO." And it wasn't an SEO issue. It was, it was something entirely different. Forty-three. How did you know? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not really sure. But does it happen often? <laughs> Well, mo- most of the time they come and they say, I'm not ranking on Google. What's wrong? Can you help me? Um, and most people don't really understand necessarily. It's it's more of a, um, you know, you could rank on Google really quickly uh, using the Google products like YouTube. YouTube is a Google product. Um, you know, so if you want to rank on Google, for, let's say if you're an insurance agent and I want to rank for Insurance Rockford, that's a really tough keyword phrase. So I always say, hey, if you want to rank, if you want to rank today, if you want to drive traffic, use Google Ads. Ads are the paid service from Google. And you could rank today, right now. If we took an ad out right now, we could rank, we could be in top of Google for that specific keyword phrase and we'll we'll get clicks and, and calls and stuff like that. Now obviously there's more to it than like having a good landing page. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a good landing page, or user experience, you're just going to waste money, right? Um, but if you want the uh, free traffic that Google can provide, that's what SEO is. And so if you have the time and budget to allocate to an SEO campaign, then that's that's where, you know, should call us and talk to Jason and we'll help you out. That's a good point. So here's here's a thought that's been on my mind for a while. Um, in thinking about what's next, right? Now, content marketing is the big deal right now, right? 
Everybody's putting out, putting out content and it's necessary to do that for the, for the reasons that you're talking about, such as, you know, every, every page that you put out there is, can, can be individually ranked. Uh, but also this idea of consumers, um, uh, consume, well, the content, right. Uh, and depending on how the content is put out there, there's a lifespan to it. Um, but what, what happens, let's say, let's say right now, 20% of, of, of organizations that, that could be producing content are producing quote unquote content. And I don't know what the percentage is, but I'm just using a number. What happens when everybody is speaking? What happens when everybody is producing content? That's a big, it's a huge question, right? So one of the big things is how do you stand out from the noise, right? Um, so what are you doing different than the next guy? And that that's a really, really good, important point is using all the different aspects of media that you can use. Uh, what does that mean? It means if you're a um, speaker, author, coach, you know, do you have a book? If you're, um, if you're even in, in our space, you know, do you have a book? I'm actually working on a book right now. Um, if you're using YouTube, are you using podcasts? Are you using audio? Different ways to engage the, the content. So the, we're, we're creating content right now. Um, what kind of content are you creating for your company? Are you uh, a lot of you know business owners? I I solidly believe that they need to get on camera. They need when I say get on camera, I mean show their product or service on camera and and make videos about how their product or service can demonstrate a solution to that particular problem. Let me give you a case study here. So I had a, a manufacturing client. He's very, very niche, okay? And his particular solution, uh, very niche. We made a video that demonstrated, nobody was on camera, no, no faces were on camera, okay? A lot of people don't wanna be on camera because they're like, oh, you know, I gotta, you know, wear makeup and get pretty and all that kind of stuff. That, that's, that's, you know, irrelevant for this conversation, but demonstrating your product is key because YouTube is the second most searched search engine and it can rank in Google. So if someone has that same intent, they're driving along, they're like, I have a problem, I need this. Um, uh, a lot of engineers go online, engineers, right? They go online to find a solution to their product problem or whatever, another company that to, to solve an issue. So we, again, we took a video of this particular, uh, of this particular product working or demonstrating what it does. And we ranked it for that particular keyword. So it was a very, very easy, easy keyword. Uh, when I say easy, I mean it was a very um, specific keyword that people would type in. And then that video actually showed up in Google and literally transformed this particular business's uh, bottom line. Their bottom line changed because more people were searching, finding their product or, or, or finding their product or solution. Um, they were finding their product and a solution to their problem, and then calling them and ordering. And so, uh, how to stand out from the noise is by using all the different methods or mediums that can be used. So, what do you think is next for websites and search? I know you, you you attend conferences. We've you know we've had some conversations. What what in your mind's next? I know that's a really big, broad question. 
Well, it really depends on, again, what you're trying to accomplish, right? There's a lot of people out there that trying to, um, in the grand scheme of things, they're trying to get more customers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But how we go about doing that is is evolved. Mm -hmm. And so one of the next steps is even this is, and this is data from Google. Uh, Again, Alex and I were on, and it's always better to hear that kind of resource and say, like, you know, what, what's he talking about? Who, who said this? Where did they get this data from? Well, this data comes from Google. Is people search online first to kind of understand the marketplace. If they have a problem, they go on like, wait, what's, what's going on here? What's, it could be manufacturing, construction. It could be retail. It could be e-commerce. It could be, um, it could be a plethora of different mediums or uh, problem or solutions, right? It could be the, uh, a ton of different things. But people go to a specific website. How do, Alex, how do we, how do, how would, if you were a business owner, someone came to your website, didn't do anything, but they had a serious problem. They wanted your solution, but they left. The kid, the kid was crying, the secretary called, the wife called, had to take a call, and now they're gone. What would you do? That's where remarketing comes from. Uh, comes, yeah, the comes. They're talking a lot about that. Yeah, so the ads you can't escape. Oh, we are. Yeah, we are big proponents of remarketing. So, what? <laughs> we, what? It, we force it, remarket upon everybody. So <laughs> I know, you know, I know you guys are totally in the know of all that, but a lot of business owners don't. No, don't. I just got re- this question the other day. We were, I was talking with a with a gentleman who owns a uh, car service company, not far from our where we're at, but outside of my neck of the woods and he we were talking about facebook ads and you know he would boost some facebook ads but they wouldn't go anywhere and i said well that's because it's going to you know people who know the people but they're not your customers either because they're not in your local area because nobody's traveling to you to get an oil change you you have to stay local they're not going to travel eight miles to you they're going to go to their other local right. their, their oil change place so you can't use the can't use the quote-unquote easy tools you have to now be yeah, very specific about your Facebook audience. boosting doesn't work. Right. Yeah. And uh, and so we were talking about remarketing ads and he you know, he didn't know what remarketing ads were, and so we got the chance to explain that and tell him, Well, anybody who visits your site or maybe another property that you have, we'll just target them and follow them around for an up to up to a year, you know, with their with an ad. So that you remain top of mind so that six months from now when they're thinking, Oh my gosh, I need an oil change, they're they mm-hmm. you've you've been in their presence. That whole time. So the, there was lots of things in that um, live stream yesterday, and people take away different things. Mm-hmm. The, the couple stats I took away was B2B business online is six times larger than business to consumer. You think everybody goes online to buy something from a site, you know, like a, a retail product. But six times larger, it's a business looking for a service or a um, a partner or a product from another business. I thought that was amazing. Okay. And the other one was 53% of the people use or, or buy from sales reps, but 47% don't. So, you know, because there's a lot of people, there's sales reps out there. And, and mm. my takeaway was if you have a business and you haven't had it redone, so it's not, it's not mobile friendly, it doesn't have an SSL certificate, you're hurting yourself. You're costing yourself sales because people aren't finding you or if they or if they find you that you you don't look good and they're going to look for the competitor who has 
you know a site that's easy to navigate. Yeah, I think that's that, going back to your question is is what's next is uh, if you can simplify what we just said into having the right uh, marketing funnel, uh, having the right marketing campaign. So it's not just SEO. It's not just paid traffic. And so just um, we had mentioned Facebook boosts. Uh, so yes, Facebook advertising does work, but it has to be done the proper way. Or like just boosting a post doesn't work. That's one way. There's many different ways to do Facebook. But if you can, if you grab traffic off of Facebook and you bring them to your website, that's where you want to make sure that your remarketing soft uh, remarketing code, the code that is given to you by Facebook or by Google, it's a piece of code that sets a little piece of software called the cookie, you guys know that, on your website, and then you can f have somebody, uh, an agency or somebody uh, run a, camp a remarketing campaign to follow them around, as Jason was saying. But the bigger picture is having your marketing funnel, having your website hooked up to your analytics, hooked up to your uh, other funnel like just you know think of a marketing funnel right you have everything coming in the top and they they come in they look at your services but then what happens they leave right so then your remarketing ad is hitting them and they're like oh yeah 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 i need to go back and talk to alex about that oil change or about that pet care service or whatever it was right whatever you know that construction management so now they come back to a specific page that you've set up in, on your website, which now you can track through analytics, and then give them something to download or give them a video, get, engage them. I think that's the big thing is a lot of people stop. We're talking about SEO, but a lot of people stop the the user experience, the UX, right? They, they stop when they get to it. I mean, I'm guilty of it, right? Uh, they they don't have the right marketing campaign set up. In other words, from start to finish, like from when they thought of the problem, and they when they landed on your uh, f web page or on your web property, because you can have a web page that's not yours, like WordPress, Facebook, LinkedIn, right? So what are you doing to generate that end result? I think that's the biggest answer to your question is. Mm -hmm having the right marketing funnel or the right marketing campaign set up and then measure everything. Making use of all the tools. I mean, it used to, it used to be years ago, let's take Sears, for instance, God rest its soul. Uh, Sears w had the Sears catalog and you could buy darn near anything in the Sears catalog. And the way to interact with Sears was through the Sears catalog or to go to a Sears store, right? If you wanted to know about Sears, Back in the day, it, if you need to figure it out, you could call information, perhaps, and they could tell you how to get Sears, and you, or you could pick up maybe your yellow pages, and you could find yep. Sears, right? You could go to and Sears Tower. You could go. Well, you could. You could have done that. There's so there's the is if we look at that the the ways of interacting with of interaction or finding information have have become much more numerous, right? And so, like what you're talking about. You have Facebook where you could find information. You have Instagram where you could find information. You have uh, Pinterest where you could find information. You have a Google ad that you could find information. You have your Google My Business listing. You have LinkedIn. You have all of these things. Uh, Yelp. 
uh, all, all these things that you could that you could utilize and probably need to utilize because sometimes you have a listing there you don't even know about because somebody created it for you or the organization created it themselves. Or it was automatic, automatically recreated exactly. and no one's managing it. It has an old number on it. Yep. That's old hours. That's a huge yeah. problem that we've seen a lot of times with clients is that even localized clients, we call them citations. A citation is a third-party website that has your name, address, and phone number on it, uh, like Yahoo Local or, or like some of those ranking services. We yep. went through and cleaned up for a local restaurant. We went up through and cleaned up their their uh, a couple of Yelp listings, which were. Mm-hmm. Not, not valid, uh, created by somebody at some point in time, usually somebody who is in the company and then is no longer in the company and nobody even knew what they were doing. And then a couple of Google My Business listings, which were old, mentioning old information, company mm-hmm. had changed ownership. So there's a lot to there's a lot to explore, a lot to keep in mind. It's not just simple. Uh, it's not as simple as one would think it was is going to be mm-hmm. uh, to, to have a whole... Um, a united front so that wherever somebody finds you, it looks like it looks like your business and it meets their intent so that they'll continue to go further uh, and then contact you. Well, let's talk about pictures. Pictures? Pictures. Let's talk about pictures. Let's talk about pictures. Because pictures tell a story, right? Mm-hmm. And then we talked about video. Video mm-hmm. tells a huge story. Yeah. But a lot of times uh, pictures are ignored mm-hmm. by local businesses. Yeah. Um, people want to see who you are and mm-hmm. what you do like if it's a if it's a if it's a restaurant they want to see your food right mm-hmm. they want to see, if they're a construction management they want to see your product work maybe that's a video too but talking about local uh if you're a local business owner listening and you have a google my business listing which you should you should be managing it with your lot up a lot of pictures yeah. it's amazing i had uh, i'm a google local guide level eight which, level eight level eight i'm not sure what level i am but all that means is um, a lot of hoopla that I've gone to a lot of places and What's done the a highest lot. level ten. Oh, I was gonna say. But like, that that's ninety nine, right? Then then you <laughs> yeah then you so, exit Earth so, right at exit yeah. number eleven. So you're on Mars. There's actually so like millions of people on Mars, right? To, yeah. To the level Once you hit Google yeah. local eleven, they actually send a drone <laughs> to your house and make you send so, an NBA, and you're gone. <laughs> so it's you know it's it's one of those things where. I have I have one picture, and I say this uh, because it's really important to actual that result getting clients, getting customers, getting phone calls. People go online for local businesses. Like, and let me use an example. Uh, you're gonna get more searches for the movie theater, right? I have one picture. I have one picture that I took. Now, if you're a local guide, or even if you're not, you can upload pictures to a Google My Business. Like, so if you up, took a picture of food or something, you can upload it to that restaurant. Okay, inside of Google, because Google wants content. They want a go. Everyone says, "Well, why do you do that? What what what's the purpose of doing that?" Well, I work with Google. I want to use Google's products, and I want to understand what they want from from their business, right? And so they want a good user experience. I had one picture get a million views. You did what, not. I had one picture get one million views, and, I, and I, I was looking through my stats. I took a picture of a, it was in July of this year, mm-hmm. I took a picture of a uh, edible arrangements fruit, chocolate fruit. It was a donut, it was an apple with covered with chocolate, 
and it was called a donut. It was one yeah. of their new products. Yeah, and which I, are delicious, but definitely not donuts. Yes. <laughs> and I took a picture of that, and I uploaded it to Edible Arrangements. Within two months, it had over 5,000 views. Now, what, what does that all mean to a business owner? Like, oh, I don't care about pictures. Like, yeah, that's stupid, right? No, it's not stupid because people it's eyeballs. Right? People are looking at your products and services. They want to see what they want to could or could or should buy. Mm-hmm. What's your product and service like? What does this business look like? And so, I if I could encourage any local business owners out there is to get more good quality photos, upload them inside of your GMB, upload them into other local listings because people do look at photos. Well, now you're now we're kind of delving into reputation management way. Well, well it's still part of SEO. Far, it's still part of SEO. Let's take let's take a quick geeky diversion into photos and how Google will rank photos. Google will rank photos. Wow, that's really geeky because we could talk about XF data. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. read a I read a blog post from Neil Patel and it was about SEO and he had 27 different points. Yeah. And I after 3, I knew the first 3. Yeah. I've never heard of the last Really? Oh, man. Well, in this my blog post, deep. I had 47. Did you? So, okay. Yeah, okay. Maybe he was dumbing it down for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I had 53. That's because you're So photos. Photos are serious business because they can be ranked like a web page can be ranked. And, and the web page itself can be ranked based on the photos that are on the page. Well, talking about that, have you ever gone to Google and typed in a phrase and actually saw or have yes. seen, yes. which is the better English here, have, have seen. seen. I have seen. Yes. The we have photo, no, the photo we have seen. carousel. The yeah. photo carousel. The carousel fun? is all the photos that are ranked on the first page. Yes. And guess what? You can click on those. You can. Yeah. And then guess where they, where they go? To your website. Yeah. And that's, it's, so it's super important this this geek diversion takes us into the land of image recognition where google will look into the photo not just not just the mm. title of the photo and the exif data and that type of stuff from when it was taken where it was taken if it's got geolocation but they will look at the content of the photo itself to determine what that photo is yeah and we can actually strip that photo strip the photo from its location data yeah. Or it's the camera that took it. We can strip all that out and upload new data that we want to put in there. And we can upload your company name, your address, your phone number, your website. Um, a lot of times, you know, a lot of times people can have pictures they don't really want on online. Maybe that's a that's a back, of course back to kind of more the reputation management. But if somebody is looking for a photo, uh, a product or service and they see a solution, let's say like construction management service, because what can you do with a photo? You can put big letters on that, right? Mm -hmm. So you can actually do a lot with photos. A picture tells a thousand words, or is worth a thousand words? Yeah. In some cases, it's worth a million looks, I guess. A million looks. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that that is definitely one of the features in local is uh, more photos will help uh, and then look, you know, watch your data. There's there's so much there's so much to talk about because Google is always coming out with something new to help increase the local market. Really, I mean, if you want to talk about something interesting, is 
Now, there's a lot of lead generation services out there, like for the uh, for the for the um, blue collar services, plumbers, electricians, um, drywallers, right? right? And <clears throat> um, that is there's services that have been out around for about a year, but it's the Google service ads, right? So what do we do about that? There's that there's that aspect of it. There's uh, there's paid search. There's Google three pack or the map pack rankings, which I'm a really big fan of because if you're a local business owner, what do you what's what's the ultimate goal you want? You want your phone to ring. That's it. You want your phone to ring. You don't care about anything else. I've just been saying you want your phone to ring. But in order to do that, we've moved from yellow pages, Jason talked about that earlier, to Google. People go to Google. So if I could say anything to kind of sum it all up here, local business owner, focus on your three-pack as far as local SEO. Focus on uh, managing every local directory. Manage your local presence by making sure you're found everywhere and on every platform or every website that you can. What do you thoughts? What do you, what do you think about that, Jason? I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. I think people need to understand the uh, the some kind of that sim, that simple strategy that you outlined there of the things that they need to that they need to take hold of, and then there are all sorts of other things that you could if you you know if you if you get into it, but they should probably work with somebody who knows what they're doing. A That's manager, somebody, yeah, yeah. yep. Uh, that would be the first step instead of just playing around with it um, because it. Uh, it is a an involved. Uh, it's an involved thing to do it any to do it well uh, anymore. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Well, the whole web marketing thing is kind of remarkable because as the internet and automation is grows, mm-hmm. yep. you know the, the the theory was it's going to just wipe out jobs, right? But but then it's created. SEO is its own industry into itself that didn't yep. exist yeah. twenty yeah. years ago. No, how many thousands of people do SEO? And that was not a job 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to uh, wrap up this podcast uh, due to time. But this rabbit hole goes deep. I think that we should end this podcast the way we began it. John, you've been on the What Works podcast, and we appreciate you. I'd like to thank, thank you very much for being here. appreciate your time. appreciate your ministry. Thank you, brother. The What Works Podcast is a production of Thinker Ventures. Learn more at thinkerventures.com.